I say unto you, my children, desire the word. Desire the word. Eat it. Digest it. Make it yours. Because when you do, you are taking me. You are taking me. I am the word. When you desire the word, you desire me. When you devour the word, you devour me. When you love the, lo love the word, you love me. Take the word. Make it your own. Make me yours, and I will take you places that you have never seen, you have never been, and you will wonder, wonder at the power of God. All right. Now, if you will turn with me to 1 John 2. First John 2, I'm going to read verse 6. Before I start, I'm going to say it. You got any guts? Do you have any guts? Do you have the courage to believe the Word of God? To believe the Word of God above what you have been taught, about what you had learned in Sunday school, about what you learned at your grandmother's knee. Do you have the courage to believe the Word of God? One thing that Martin Luther did when he came into being, when the Protestant movement started, the one thing he said that made the, made the rest of the world very angry was he said, your authority was not your preacher. Your authority was not the church you went to. Your authority was not the society that you grew up in. Your authority was the Word of God. Amen. The Word of God. You cannot break the Word of God. It is forever. The earth will be destroyed. It will no longer be here, but the Word of God will remain forever. And we just heard the Word of God is Jesus. Now, if you have the courage, we're going to look at some things today you may have never considered. But oh, are they lovely, and oh, are they powerful, and oh, are they helpful. First John chapter 2, verse 6, it says, He that saith, he abideth in him. He that saith, he abideth in Jesus. Ought himself also to walk, even as he walked. Ought himself also to walk, even as he walked. I remember reading this years ago as a teenager and thinking, that's not fair. You're not fair. You're Jesus. How am I supposed to walk like you when you're Jesus, when you're the Son of God? All right. Now, turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I'm going to read you another verse that goes right along with 1 John 2. And you're going to be amazed when you look at the two. They are very related, even though they sound contradictory. They are not. They are not. The Word of God is not contradictory on itself if you know it by the Spirit. All right, uh, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. Some of my, uh, I'm going to begin in verse 6. This is some of my favorite scriptures. It says, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, to shine into our hearts, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now look at this next verse. This is what I want to get to. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency, the exceeding greatness, the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Do you see that? We are earthen vessels. 
It says, but we have this treasure, this power, this glory in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. And that, that, that word excellency means exceeding greatness of the power in an earthen vessel, in a clay pot, in a clay pot. Now, how does that go with 1 John 2? Did you know that this verse right here, verse 7, is how Jesus walked? Do you know that verse 7 is how Jesus walked on this earth? He said, but we have this treasure in an earthen vessel. Do you know that's exactly how Jesus walked? He was a clay pot. He was a clay pot. Turn with me to Philippians 2. I'm going to begin in verse 5. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, being in the form of God. Jesus was a God. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word. Oh, we love the Word. Was the Word. The Word was God and he was with God. That means there were two gods. He was God. He was the Word and he was with God. And then I think it's verse 15 says, and the Word became flesh. Amen. Became flesh flesh and here's what happened to it verse 5 and Philippians 2 let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus this is how Jesus worked how he thought who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God why there were two he says but made himself of no reputation made himself of no reputation the NIV says he made himself nothing made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man. He became an earthen vessel. He became a clay pot. He became just like you and me. It says this in the beginning where it says he made himself of no reputation. He laid down all his godly ability, all of it, all of it, he became a clay pot. He couldn't create anymore. He couldn't be everywhere at once anymore. He couldn't know everything anymore. He, like I said, he could not create. He became a clay pot just like you and I. He had a soul just like you and I. He had a body just like you and I. It says in Hebrews that he was tempted with every temptation. You know, Peter says that God cannot be tempted. You can't tempt God. Amen. But Jesus was tempted in every way. Every way. Oh, every way you and I are tempted, Jesus was tempted. Thank God he knows what it feels like. You know why? Because he was a man just like you and I. Do you know that Jesus had a body like ours? It had to be able to die. And you know what? You can't kill a God. <clears throat> you can't kill a God. Amen. Jesus could not be any bit a God on this earth. Because you know why? He had to die. He had to die and you can't kill God. Amen. Jesus became just like you. Not just like Peter, not just like Paul, not just like Doyle. He became just like you. You. He became just like me. With all the feelings, all the emotions, all the desires, all the lusts, all the temptations. He became just like us. Now, take, let's take another look verse. Let's go to Matthew 3. 
What about this? What about this earthen vessel? What about this God that took, left everything in heaven, emptied himself, became completely like a man, and came to earth? And how did he do what he did? Turn with me to Matthew 3, verse 13. Do you know Jesus was on this earth for 30 years and he never performed one miracle, never preached one sermon? Oh, no, I take that back. He went into the synagogue and he'd read. But he never did one miracle, not one, not one. Why? He was an earthen vessel. He couldn't. Jesus could not do any miracles and he'll tell you when I read it says okay Matthew 3 then what did he have to do he has to do just like we have to do Matthew 3 13 then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him Jesus baptized had to be he was an earthen vessel he said but John forbade him saying I have need to be baptized of thee and comest thou to me Jesus answered and said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Do you know that Jesus had to be baptized in water? He says it right here. Suffer it to be now, for it becomes us to fulfill us, us, not just you, John, me too, to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus had to be baptized in water. Why? He had to put the old man to death. He had to put his old man to death. Now, if Jesus was an earthen vessel, and we are to walk like he walked, and he here tells Paul, Paul, I mean, John, I got to be baptized. Don't you think we do? All right, he said, suffer it to be so now for us to fulfill all righteousness. Get under the water, folks, just like Jesus did. Then he suffered him. John baptized him in water. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, out of the water. He wasn't sprinkled on. He was put in the water. His old man was put to death under the water. Amen. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. That dove was the Spirit of God. You know what? Jesus was baptized right there in the Holy Ghost. Baptized in the Holy Ghost. Jesus told John, we got to do what we're going to do because it, it behooves us to fulfill all righteousness. Got to do it, John. I got to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Had to be. Why? He was an earthen vessel just like you. He couldn't do a thing. He was an earthen vessel just like you. Well, if Jesus was baptized in water, then don't you think we ought to be if we got to walk like he did? And if Jesus was baptized in the Holy Ghost, don't you think we ought to be if we are to walk like he walked? You know, I, had, I have children. When I was a teacher, I would have children come to school and they'd wear these little necklaces and bracelets. What would Jesus do? And sometimes I'd laugh. Because, I, and, and one of them I even said, I said, do you know what Jesus did? Do you know what Jesus did? All right. Now, go with me to John 5. And we're going to see what Jesus himself says about himself. John 5. Uh, let's, well, first let's go to, yeah, John 5, verse 19. 
It says, and then answered Jesus and said unto them. Well, let's go to verse 18 because we'll see what the crowd he was talking to. He said, therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him because he had not only broken the Sabbath, but that he said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Then answered Jesus and said, verily, verily, I say unto you. Now look at what the son of God says. Look at what your Messiah says next. Amen. Look at what Jesus says next. He says, the son can do nothing of himself. Nothing of himself. The son can do nothing of himself. That's Jesus speaking. You know why? He was an earthen vessel, just like you and I. He said, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do, whatever so things he doeth, these also doeth the son likewise. What was he doing? He was following the guidance of the Holy Ghost and the father in him. He couldn't do anything. What was doing the work? Go with me to verse 30. It says, I can of my own self do nothing, nothing. I can of my own self do nothing. Now, go with me to John 14, 14, uh -huh. 10. All right, Jesus speaking. He said, believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? He said, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. Even the words Jesus spoke weren't his wasn't his. Why? He was an earthen vessel. Now, what was in that vessel? The Spirit of Jesus, baptized in water, and the Holy Ghost. That's what that vessel was full of. Full of. The vessel was full of God. Full of God. It was a vessel. It was an earthen vessel. But inside that vessel was the Spirit of Jesus. Baptized in water, baptized in the Holy Ghost. God was in him. The Holy Ghost was in him, and his spirit was in him, but it was an earthen vessel. He couldn't do a thing. Couldn't do a thing. It was God working in him. He says it right here. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. The Father that dwelleth in me. In what? In an earthen vessel. God was in an earthen vessel. It says, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. He doeth the works. He doeth the works. The Father in Jesus did the works. Why? Jesus was an earthen vessel. Who healed blind Bartimaeus? It wasn't Jesus. It was the Father in him doing the works. It was the Father in him doing the works. Why? Because Jesus yielded to the Holy Ghost. Because Jesus did only what the Father told him to do. He only said what the Father told him to say. Jesus was an earthen vessel. Now, I want to show you an example of that. Go with me to Luke 5. Luke 5. I'm going to begin in verse 15. This is Jesus, the earthen vessel emptied himself of all his godly ability, came down here as a man, to be tempted as a man, to walk just like you and I walk, to, to die as a man. 
Verse 15. This is interesting. It says, verse 15 in chapter 5 of Matthew, but so much more than one fame abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Who was working in Jesus? Jesus said, the Father does the works. The Father, I use the Father's words, and the Father does the works. Now, verse 16, and he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. He withdrew himself in the wilderness and prayed. If this was Jesus as God, then why does he have to pray? If Jesus was God, why does he have to pray? He's not God, folks. He's an earthen vessel. He's got to pray. He's got to pray. He's got to sleep. He's got to eat. He's got to go to the bathroom. He's got to pray. He's got to get up early when he doesn't want to, to pray. He's an earthen vessel like you and I. He says, and it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and the doctors of the law sitting by, which are come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And look at this. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. That Lord is not Jesus. The NIV says, and the power of the Lord was there with Jesus to heal them. Do you see it was the Holy Ghost ready to heal? Do you see that Jesus couldn't have healed if that power of the Lord wasn't there present to heal? Why? He couldn't. He couldn't. He had to rely totally on the Holy Ghost. He had to rely totally on the Holy Ghost. And why was the Holy Ghost there working with him? Because he spent the time praying. Because he was an earthen vessel. The Father showed up with the power to heal. If the Father hadn't showed up with the power to heal, nobody would have gotten healed. Jesus was an earthen vessel. And then it says, And when they could not find, um, and behold, men brought in a bed of a man which was taken with a palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and lay him before them. And when they could not find the way that they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up on the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when they saw his faith, they, Jesus saw their faith, he said, Man, thy sins be forgiven thee. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason and say, Who is this who speaketh blasphemies? See, they thought he's just an earthen vessel. Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he said, What reason you in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk. But that you may know the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Who gave him the power? God in him. God in him. God in him. He said to the sick of the palsy, I say, arise. Take up that couch and go into thy house. Jesus, because he became an earthen vessel, because he was baptized in water, put his old man to death, because he was baptized in the Holy Ghost, because he had the word of God in him, because he was the word. He walked. He, uh, God through him could heal the blind man. God through him could walk on water. God through him could heal, heal the gathering. God through him did all these works. And you know what? It was done through the Holy Ghost. And you know what the wonderful thing is? At the end of his ministry, three and a half years later, God, through the Holy Ghost, Jesus laid down his life. Laid down his life. And through the Holy Ghost presented that vessel, that earthen vessel as a sacrifice for you and I. Why? So you and I could do the same thing. 
so you and I could walk the same way, so you and I could have the same God in us, so you and I could have the same Holy Ghost in us, so you and I could have Jesus in us, so we could do the same works, the same works as Jesus himself did. And you know what? He promised it. Why? Because he went to the cross and he bore every sin that you have ever committed, bore it on his own body. The Father put your sins on the body of Jesus on that cross. Every bone went out of joint. His face so marred, it didn't even look like a man. He didn't even look like a man because he was carrying your sin, your sickness, your disease, your curses, your poverty, carried it on his own body as a man you can't kill God and God can't hold sin Jesus took your sin and he went to the grave with it and he went to hell with it paying for you in hell as a man you can't kill God and a God can't carry sin but he was a man and he did it for you. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? And three days later, the God that sent him, Jehovah that sent him, said, that's enough. That is enough. I am satisfied concerning your sin. Your sin, my sin. Concerned, satisfied concerning what I did. Father was satisfied with that sacrifice of a man. And he raised that man from the dead. Raised him up from the dead. And not only the power that raised him from the dead, he rose a whole bunch of people the same day with him. That's power. That is power. Do you know that power is available to you? Because of that man, that earthen vessel, what he did for you. When we, are, when we are born again, we get the spirit of Jesus in us. In us. We get the spirit of Jesus in us. The same spirit he walked in. When we are baptized in water, our old man is put to death. Just like Jesus put his old man to death. And then he was baptized in the Holy Ghost. And when we are baptized in the Holy Ghost, we get the same Holy Ghost. The same quantity the Holy Ghost he's a man you don't get an arm you don't get a leg you get the whole Holy Ghost Amen. we had the same Holy Ghost Jesus did and you know what he will lead us to the point we can do the same works I'll tell a little testimony goes along with this I remember my daughter was sick one day real sick just like uh, she had a fever just like Peter's mother-in-law did and I walked in a room and she looked awful She's kind of lying in bed. She's sweating. She's sick, sick. She's holding the bucket. And I walked in. I took one look at her, and the Holy Ghost in me said, Come out of her, you witchcraft spirit. Come out of her in Jesus' name. You know, five minutes later, she was up walking. No fever, no sickness. And you know what I got out of it? She cleaned the house. She cleaned the house. Sick people with fevers can't clean a house. I came home to a clean house. She said, Mom, I felt so good, I cleaned the house. I said, we need to do this again tomorrow. You need, you need born again. 
You need baptized in water. And you need the Holy Ghost so you can do the same works, walk the same way. Jesus said, if you say you abide in me, then you got to walk like he did. That means we got to be casting out devils. We got to be laying our hands on the sick. We got to be opening the eyes of the blind. We got to be preaching the gospel. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.